tribe, it's a new age groove, one step at a time, yeah, we move to the tune, while we're set in the style, know it is what it is, chamo new, new high, good vibes when we get down with the tribe, it's a new age groove, one step at a time, yeah, we move to the tune, while we're set in the style, know it is what it is, Hey everyone, welcome to News by the Catalyst. This is a podcast about politics, culture, and entertainment. I'll be your host, Shiko Waidaka, joined by... Maxine Jaka. All right, Max, starting things off on an exciting note, Mm -hmm. Martha Kome has won the nomination to become our nation's next Chief Justice. (laughs) Beating out uh, nine other candidates to win the nomination. That's pretty, pretty dope. You know, it's amazing seeing that this is a very historic moment because she's the first female ever to be in this position that's that's pretty dope hey sisters doing it for themselves okay (laughs) no but yeah it's very cool and now everyone is very quick to be talking about lady chief justice Mm -hmm. which okay while it's an official title you know lords and ladies Uh, yeah thank you colonialism Mm -hmm. um (laughs) It's uh, it's not like it's used the same way for the men, you know. They don't say Lord Justice so and so. Yeah. But now everyone is referring to her as Lady Justice. You know, some people think it's othering. Some people think it's hey, it's protocol. And what are your thoughts? Uh, it's beginning to sound a bit like the whole Mama Taifa, Mama wa Taifa kind of thing. And uh, I don't know. Uh uh-uh, uh. Uh-uh. Yeah, me too. I'm kind of hmm. Nah. Just because she's a lady. Now yeah. we, got, we should just start doing that to everything then, you know. Hey, lady cleaner, lady writer, mm-hmm. lady <laughs> podcast host. <laughs> but it's cool, good news. We're really excited. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about the apocalypse, what comes to your mind first? Zombies. Uh, yeah. Well, um, the end of the world isn't zombies, really. It's the incompetence of the governments letting you die. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. We are currently in a Russian roulette of, you know, is there, isn't there enough vaccine uh, mm-hmm. for the whole population? And in fact, we're going to the point where uh, we might be even mixing vaccines, mm-hmm. apparently, like, uh, like a mixologist. Yeah, like give me one shot of AstraZeneca and, you know, one shot of Pfizer. Make it a double. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's rough. Between fuel prices going up, co- uh, cooking gas increasing in cost, mm-hmm. uh, it might be time to stop eating or going out. Traveling, working, doing yeah. anything. We need to have a plan on how to just hibernate through the hunger and, you know, go into work. Yeah, that's the only way we're going to survive at this point. <laughs> that thing of, oh, there's rice at home. It's no longer a guarantee. It's more like, more like a wish. <laughs> yeah, everything is coming at us at once. Uh, like the CS for Tourism just announced that we'll need vaccine passports to travel internationally starting in 2022. Oh, wow. Yeah, but going by how the virus seems to be mutating, mm. uh, we'll be at COVID-19 version 456, you know, just like the Samsung Galaxy phones, <laughs> which will probably be at S94 at that time. Yeah, and people from developed countries are shook. Quote-unquote developed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They can barely <laughs> agree to keep their masks on. They think vaccines are poisonous. But they cook pasta with babies that might be peeing in the pot and <laughs> make toilet punch. Did you see that? <gasps> <gasps> Sorry. <clears throat> yeah, that was nasty. <laughs> and it's an actual real thing where they mix ice cream, sweets, and just and drink it up. <laughs> yeah, and but somehow they're afraid of, of vaccines and masks. Mm-hmm. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, cool story, bro. Yeah, I can't <laughs> wait to see the airport Karen meltdowns that mm. are going to be happening internationally around the world just because they're going to need to be using a vaccine passport. Yeah, you know, they're not used to it. Like, uh, you know, getting a taste 
of their own colonial medicine mm-hmm. <laughs> what the rest of the world is in, has been feeling you know it's payback exactly feel the burn mm-hmm. Bam. Bam. you're feeling the burn mm-hmm. feeling mm-hmm. the burn sorry <laughs> so even in a pandemic twitter like most social media platforms keeps moving unethically uh they're more happy to ban any anti-modi content on its platform on covid19 which is expected um you know so much for freedom and democracy which Jack was talking about when they moved their Twitter headquarters or announced their Twitter <laughs> headquarters for Africa are going to be in Ghana. Yeah, you can hide the tweets, but you can't hide the impact of COVID-19 in India mm-hmm. with hundreds of thousands dying and so many more infections. It's been, it's like playing Where's Waldo, except everyone is Waldo and sick or dying. Um, yeah, so prayers up for India and good luck. And also hope, you know, other countries are, are watching because... If things go south also on our end, we can expect the same kind of same kind of treatment, same kind of impact. Yeah, to us as a country. Because if a country with so much influence and visibility like India is going through the most mm-hmm. and the people who think they are human rights Quotes. quote unquote uh, activists or good on human rights don't care, mm-hmm. we are in trouble. Now COVID continues to be the girl she thinks she is and is hogging the disease spotlight overshadowing malaria and TB. Malaria kills 400,000 people a year, mostly in Africa with children under five being the most vulnerable age group. COVID-19's entrance into the billboard disease charts (laughs) has disrupted (laughs) anti-malarial programs. Sorry, malaria, there's a new it girl in town. Yep, and some healthcare professionals are actually worried that some COVID-19 deaths may be linked to malaria, considering that the two diseases are symptom cousins. Mm -hmm. Uh, So therefore, recording of malaria deaths isn't really being done as much. (laughs) Thank God malaria spreads through millions of insects, right? Mm -hmm. And not through people, because a man was arrested in Mallorca, Spain, after infecting 22 people with covid so people are mosquitoes too. <laughs> Definitely. Somebody needs to swat that fool. Um, the 40-year-old <laughs> COVID idiot, COVID idiot mm-hmm. decided to walk around coughing way too dramatically that, uh, you know, three local theaters almost went out of business because he was doing the most. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And he continued heading to the gym and pursuing his nationwide coughing tour despite having a temperature of more than 40 degrees Celsius. He also was reported to be walking around his workplace without a mask and just telling people he was going to infect them. Like, is this a threat? It actually is. He's a man of his word. He said, I'm going to infect you. And he did. Mm -hmm. Um, Five (laughs) colleagues and uh, three fellow gym mates actually later tested positive for COVID. Mm -hmm. And an additional 14 people including including his family members, also contracted COVID. And imagine three out of those were one-year-old children. Oh, wow. This guy's a, a monster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, this boy, the poor baby is already being subjected to the harsh reality of life. He's doing things Jubilee style, who are also out there having rallies and shaking hands. Mm-hmm. So mask up people, it saves lives, and it's exhausting having to look at y'all's faces. <laughs> Um, in other COVID-related news, um, unfortunately, at least 82 people reported dead and mm. more than 100 were injured after an oxygen tank exploded in a, in a hospital in Baghdad, oh, in, wow. in Iraq. And yeah, this is after an accident that caused the oxygen tank to explode, uh, which set off a blaze on the floor um, that was set aside for pulmonary, 
Hey, pulmonary resuscitation. You see, this is why I have not become a doctor. I mm-hmm. just can't pronounce <laughs> any other ones. But uh, thank God the blaze was fully controlled in the early morning hours of Sunday morning. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Baghdad governor, Mohammed, and the prime minister of Iraq called for quick investigations to ascertain if anyone should be brought to justice for this negligence. Yeah, and it's unfortunate that a country devastated by COVID had to endure this. We, we send our love to Iraq and pray not for the same back home because we don't have the luxury to let an oxygen tank explode. No, Mm-mm. do we even have oxygen tanks? Uh-huh. <laughs> On a lighter note, uh, a bit more positive uh, story here. Um, did you know, let me ask you, did you know that approximately 11% of patients that go through surgical procedures in, you know, less developed nations end up with surgical site infections? Oh, well, I did not know that. Yeah. Um, well, I'm here to tell you. Uh, you know who did know that? 17-year-old Deja Taylor from Iowa. She, she heard that statistic and decided to come up with an invention mm-hmm. that would help um, ease this situation she was inspired and was driven to do this um, to help african women since more than 20 percent of them get ssis those surgical site infections Mm -hmm. after c-sections and she was looking for ways also ways to remove financial barriers to medical treatment by merging um, economic equity and science oh that's really beautiful as much as beets taste like dirt they inevitably show dust to other fruits with the power to render surgery safer <laughs> yeah exactly because her uh, her invention actually involves beets uh <laughs> sorry I was, I was thinking about diet fruit just then she um <laughs> she's actually seeking a patent for her creation which involves color changing stitches mm. that indicate when a wound is infected um, so, you know, black girl magic doesn't hey. get lost in history, as so often happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, but actually, it's not magic magic, even though it sounds like magic. It's science. Her invention operates with the, uh, the maxim of, you know, basic chemistry, where human skin naturally has a pH that's acidic, mm-hmm. while infected inju- injuries have a basic pH. Uh, so beads do act perfectly as natural indicators um, and so their colors can alter based on the pH of something. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Dwight Schrute would be proud. So proud. <laughs> uh, yeah, so go Deja. Ooh. So cool. Yeah. On to other feel-good stories. Mm-hmm. There was recently an incident of whiteness. People in the U.S. accelerated fame for a particularly unusual sport. Oh. Yeah. It might startle and disappoint you by telling you that. It's impossible you've missed your chance to get crowned as one as the one true Josh. The epitome of jo- Joshness. The best form of Josh to exist. Basically, an accolade is given to a Josh that fights hundreds of Joshers to clinch the title. Yeah, so, so basically this was a guy named Josh mm-hmm. <laughs> decided <laughs> to get all the Joshes together. Yeah. And they wanted to duke it out for who is going to be the, the ultimate Josh. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we maybe have lost all uh, lost sense of all right. <clears throat> yeah, so the Josh off can we call it that? The Josh off yeah. <laughs> was started by uh, a student named Josh Swain, uh, who's from Tucson, Arizona, and it basically involves the Joshes. They're armed with those, you know, those foam foamies for the pool, those yeah. long thingies, and they 
basically beat it. It's like a pillow fight, but with those foam things. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and so they duke it out to see who'll be the the one true Josh. <laughs> this is the type of white nonsense we can get behind. Chet Hanks, this is what we want to see you doing. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and I think the the Kenya version of this would be what? Kevos and Bryos fighting mm. it out? Or maybe Wanjikos. Wanjikos. <laughs> I would love hey. to do that. <laughs> I would love to be the one true Wanjiko. Mm-hmm. Uh, but actually the winner of the Josh off mm-hmm. was a, a five-year-old, a little five-year-old boy named uh, No <laughs> shit. Surprise me. Yeah. Five-year-old Josh was crowned <laughs> the ultimate Josh in a very sweet, sweet moment and gesture. Yeah, that was so cute. Uh, in not so cute uh, news, uh, there was an MRI specialist in New York City who was let go by his empl- employer after snorting cocaine with his patient while he was on duty. And that made it to the tabloids. <laughs> and uh, he made a collaborative stitch video and seeks to explain. He explained his side of the story, basically. A detailed account and explained that a patient had come in for an MRI and he asked her to empty her pockets because this can't get happen with ob- objects in your pockets, obviously. Oh, yeah. I mean, we all know that. That makes sense. Yeah. So the patient pulled a tiny bag, like object containing twenty dollars worth of cocaine okay still okay uh, i mean and she was like yo you, you want some you know she offered it to him and being the professional that he is he said no so the patient was like uh just just take it and the doctor was like okay you pulled my arm fine <laughs> i'll take it yeah, if you insist. He was just being polite. He mm-hmm. just didn't want her to feel some type of way. Yeah, yeah. so they started doing lines. And uh, actually, they started doing lines on the MRI scanner when the manager walked in and caught them white-handed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess they were like, go big or go home. <laughs> yeah, so now he lost his job um, for an absolutely good reason. I think yeah. if there's any grounds to be terminated... Mm-hmm. Snorting coke with a patient <laughs> on the machinery. Mm. Yeah, that'll do it. Cocosity of it all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> in other sort of wild sounding stories, mm-hmm. uh, in Germany, you know, Germany, just like other European nations, has over the years been on the lookout for, you know, hidden explosives that were buried during the world wars, um, which could cause harm if they were accidentally detonated or anything. Mm-hmm. So in the city of Mannheim, uh, they've actually un- they unearthed an 1,100-pound World War II-era aerial bomb. Oh, wow. Say that three times fast. <laughs> and had to evacuate 3,000 people uh, so that the bomb squad could defuse the bomb. So it's always a thing that they're, they're sort of worried about. Yeah. And in, is it Paso? Yeah, I think so. Paso. Mm-hmm. Paso. Okay. <laughs> so in Paso, Germany, bordering Austria and the Czech Republic, a crucial zone during the World War II, uh, a jogger was in the woods, you know, and he came across something. Mm-hmm. So he raised alarm about, he probably thought he discovered an explosive device that resembled ancient grenades in a bag. So what he decided to do, he called the police. The police came over because, you know, distress, and the bomb squad was also sent to the site. The potential explosive, unfortunately, or fortunately, turned out to be, guess. <laughs> what? <laughs> a rubber sex toy. That was an outright replica <laughs> of a grenade. What? I'm, 
I've never heard of that before. Exclusive sex? Yeah. yeah. The sex was bomb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Condoms and lubricants also found in a bag provide a few more clues about the grenades intended use. Wow. That's, well, I mean, as much as this was a waste of time for like the officials and stuff, mm-hmm. maybe it was like a much needed laugh for them, for the bomb squad. You know, they're so used to tense situations. You know, defusing bombs is, you know, it's tense. So mm-hmm. got to have a, a, a good laugh. Um, and now we know that they are grenade-shaped sex toys. So yeah. learn something new every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and speaking of having a laugh, the International Olympics Committee seemed to be kind of subtly, very, very subtle, mm-hmm. having a laugh mm-hmm. of, about this whole situation, you know, with racism that's impacting, like, the black community and all that. And uh, in turn, they said athletes will not be allowed to make political, racial, or religious protests this summer. Athletes are banned from wearing Black Lives Matter, no taking a knee or raising a fist. So Yeah, the, the IOC said, social justice, who needs it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And apparently the, uh, the IOC was, um, quote-unquote, upholding athletes' values because uh, apparently many athletes <coughs> many. Right, were against the protest. We can just guess who's against protest. Yeah. Are you in a position of privilege? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> then maybe you're not so interested in protest. Mm-hmm. But yeah, these are the kind of restrictions that are similar. We've seen that we've seen in the past with shut up and dribble that was told to LeBron. Yeah. And we even saw like in Formula One, we saw Lewis Hamilton, my future yes. husband. Mm, oh, one oh. of <laughs> someone's hopeful. <laughs> yeah, my dreams are valid. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, so we recently saw him having a T-shirt talking about like you know arrest uh, the killers of Breonna Taylor and all that. And in turn, the FIA said that it's now illegal to take off you know your suit mm-hmm. once the race is over, just in an effort to kind of silence the kind of the protest. Yeah. Yeah, we've seen it. Like, this is not our first rodeo. We're not new to this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Uh, but I, hopefully the athletes will f- still find ways to, to, to protest or let their voices be heard. Mm-hmm. Um, exciting, something exciting this weekend for yeah. me uh-huh. as a movie fan. The, the Oscars happened. The 93rd Academy Awards happened. Uh, and... You know, there are only like three black people who won. No surprise. But one of them was Daniel Kaluuya, my actual, my actual future husband. Yeah, many future husbands. Yeah. <laughs> I love that for you. He won best <laughs> actor. My boo won best actor in a supporting role. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he'll thank me next year. No big deal. But yeah, yeah. it's very exciting. Mm. The whole ceremony got rearranged to have leading actor come last, presumably because Chadwick Boseman was going to win. But... They gave it to a literally old white dude, Anthony Hopkins. Sorry, did I say old white dude? I meant legend. <laughs> yeah, he's a legend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Then they penalized him for not being able to physically attend the Oscars. Surely. The I dude mean, you're is 90. Exactly. Dude is like 90. And mm-hmm. they're telling him, sorry, if you can't make it, we don't want to hear from you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he's having a hard time with the technology, you know, Zooms and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It's hard for, hard for a dude. Yeah. Uh, but also, conversely, and also an old Asian lady won too. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that one we're very happy about. Oh, nice. Jung Yoon won for her role in Minari. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and the way her performance made me cry all the ugly tears, uh, I wasn't surprised. She oh, deserved it. It was a beautiful performance. 
Yeah. And on the red carpet, we saw Dave, uh, Viola Davis. She took an imaginary shot. Did you see that? With yeah. the, was it her husband? I don't know if it was her husband, uh-huh. or, but yeah, I did. She needs an Oscar for that oh, performance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow, the way she was cringing, like holding her face. Oh, yeah. man, that she was, did. wow. Masterclass. Mm-hmm. On a whim, <laughs> yeah. also? Oh. Um, what else on the red carpet? Um, the report, uh, reporters confused Daniel Kaluuya for Leslie Odom Jr., oh, surely. Wow. Because it's like all black people look yeah, the same. Those right? two black dudes. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone was talking about this now during the ceremony. Glenn Close was twerking. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we can call what she was doing twerking, but <laughs> her butt was moving, I guess. <laughs> um, we had uh, Yeon Jung Yoon, yeah. Oscar winner Yeon Jung Yoon, was asked uh, afterwards, how does Brad Pitt smell? Instead of questions about the Oscar win. You might say, oh, people just think all these actors winning is mostly about tokenism. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's why they're not revolutionaries. Yeah, big night for women, though. Mm-hmm. Well, we saw women winning, winning, you know, in the directing and screenwriting categories. Mm-hmm. You know, what the men call Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. But this hasn't happened in like a decade. Black, Ooh, black <laughs> women. Black women also win for the first time in the hair and makeup category. How is that for the first time? Have you seen black women's hair? Like we should, we should have been dominating this category, right? I guess it's because you know the, the hiring practices. But okay, that's for another podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know it's COVID, but the whole hostless thing is kind of trash. Yeah, uh, they can please just give it to anyone. We don't care about their tweets from fifteen years ago. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Just give us an Oscar host. But yeah, that it was. It was a fun little evening, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a beautiful, beautiful event. Yeah. And since, you know, my future hubby one, I was so happy. I'm, I'm always supporting him. So, yeah. And uh, we're going to end that on a very light note. With yeah. that, with your husband, future husband winning. Amen. Speak it into existence, girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And with that, thank you for joining us. This has been News by the Catalyst with your host, Max Njeka. And Shiko Waidaka, soon to be Kaluya. And remember to follow our social media platforms at News by the Catalyst. And see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. With the tribe, it's a new age groove. One step at a time. Yeah, we move to the tomb. I was set in the style. No, it is what it is. Chamuhimu, new high. Good vibes when we get down with the tribe. It's a new age groove. One step at a time. Yeah, we move to the tomb. I was set in the style.